0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 202, Comic Talk. Solicitations for DC and Marvel in December 2014. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 202. I'm Adam Chapman, the host, and this is our Comic Talk episode to look at solicitations for DC and Marvel in uh, December 2014. I think this might be the last time I do one of these solicitations episodes. I wasn't quite sure. Um, uh, this time around, actually, uh, I've been kind of feeling under the weather the last few days, which is why this episode's going up later than it would normally. Uh, so in because I haven't been feeling that great and I've kind of wanted to get this episode out uh, before it was kind of too late uh, to kind of, or just take the week off. I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll do another solicitations episode, but this might be the final one. Um, I know it's not everyone's favorite episode. I've talked to a few listeners who've been like, yeah, if you had to cut one, that might be the one. So uh, this might be going the way of the dodo soon, uh, unless I have a bunch of people saying, no, no, I, I like those episodes. But uh, and then uh, the next episode, two hundred three, will be our reviews episode for comics that came out on the 17th of September uh and then we'll after that 204 I'm uh, not quite sure what that's going to be yet I'm, I'm There's something I've been toodling around with the last few episodes, uh, or the last few weeks, sorry. I've been thinking about doing something in particular, but I haven't had quite a chance to kind of sit down and do the research necessary to really make it a good episode. But I hope that this will be the week it finally happens. Uh, Episode 206, which will be the week after, I'm really hoping it'll be another Comic Shenanigans on the Road episode, although it'll be with different... Uh, I guess cast, it will not have Kelly Chapman on it, but it will instead hopefully have uh, Paul Squires and perhaps uh, someone new to the podcast who has no knowledge or a lot to say about comics but is uh, quite a funny guy. Uh, so that might be coming up with episode 206. Um, that wouldn't be coming out you know, until October. Uh, so let's just jump into the solicits and just kind of run through it quickly. Um, I don't want to take too much time. I, I think there's a lot of stuff I do want to talk about that comes out in the December, but I'll uh, uh, kind of go through in a little bit of a different format. Instead of kind of mentioning everything that's going to be coming out, I'm really just going to kind of hit the, the high points, um, things I think that are notable uh, or particularly of interest. Uh, so there's going to be some stuff I don't actually hit. Uh, as always, I'm going through the ramble link, Uh, for the solicits, which is easy to Google. Um, The first thing that jumps out when we look at DC is we have uh, the launch of a new Secret Sex book by Gil Simone and art by Ken Lashley. Uh, I I forget what Ken Lashley's artwork even looks like, so that could be fine. I'm a little curious what this will be like because it's a fan favorite team, yes, but it's very pre-New 52. Curious what this will look like. Uh, I think they've announced that Catman is going to be in it, but it's the New 52 version of Catman, whatever that might look like or be. So I'm a little nervous and curious, uh, just because the last series was so good. I think, based on that alone, the fact that it was a critical darling, it's going to do well right out of the gate, but uh, it, it kind of remains to be seen because we don't really know what this is. Um, we know what we used to have before the New, uh, new 52 started, but that was what three years ago, so we don't really know, uh, but I, I'm definitely intrigued. Um, we've got the Multiversity Thunderworld number one, which is Get Another Multiversity Adventure by Grant Morrison with artwork by Cameron Stewart, and it's all about uh, Earth-5 Thunderworld, which would appear to be the uh, Shazam world, which I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, I think Morrison could definitely tell a fun story there. Uh, the Virus uh, storyline continues in justice league 37. Interesting. note here is that Jason Fabok is now on art love Fabok. This is a really good, um, kind of, uh, uh, what's the word? It's good. It's a good showcase for his art. I think he's a fantastically, uh, fantastic art artist. I've really been enjoying his stuff when I've read it in the last couple of years. So I'm glad he's getting kind of a larger venue. um, I, c- I cannot believe the Justice League United is even continuing. I just I w- I've been so let down by that book. Uh, Justice Dark it's still happening. Uh, Deathstroke continues with its third issue by the art and writing team of Tony S. Daniel on his own. Um, moving f- f- onwards, uh, other uh, other things of note. We have Aquaman and the Others number eight. Uh, it's by Dan Juergens and Lam Medina. What I'm interested here. Um, is that we're gonna have Cheshire and the KG Beast going up against the team, which I think that could be really cool. Uh, we have Earth Two World's End. Uh, one thing I wanted to note here is that a lot of different artists. I'm a little worried because there's so many artists in each book. Like if you look at uh, issue number number nine, has Tyler Kirkham, Jorge Jimenez, Robson Roca, and Dan Jan Dersma. And then the next issue has Eddie Barrows, also uh, Jorge Jimenez. Jan Durzma again, and then Tyler Kirkham. Uh, then the issue after that is just Paulo Sequera, and then again another platoon—sorry, platoon—art uh, team of Robson Roca, Dan, Jan Durzma, Durzma, Jack Herbert, and Jorge Jimenez on number twelve. So it just feels like we're getting so many different artists. In fact, I think the most artists is on issue thirteen, which is Kirkham, Herbert, Jimenez, Barrows, and Pensica. Moving on. Uh, we've got Flash 37, which feels like continuing on this you know, all-new, old murderous Flash angle. I just don't think I care at this point. I am excited to see what Earth-229 has in store. It's by Tom Taylor Margaret Bennett. Our work by Andy Smith and Trevor Scott. And it's uh, Barbara and Dick Grayson hunting for shelter and finding a safe haven that hides a sinister secret. Will they make it out alive with their son? I'm super excited about that. That could be cool. Uh, <laughs> moving onwards, Clarion continues... Uh, I'm wondering after the most recent uh, what Futures End tie-in for Teen Titans if this is actually going to be Clarion of Earth Two or not. Uh, We've got uh, the Lobo ongoing. I really could care less. Secret Origins number eight has yet another Dick Grayson origin. I don't think we needed another one. Um, Interesting, you know, creative teams. You got Tim Seeley and Tom King doing that story. Jeff Lemire doing an Animal Man story. Uh, with Travel Foreman. And then you have a Katana story by Anne Nassenti. Uh Justice League 3000 number 12 is uh, notable as it has uh, the appearance of Blue Beetle and Booster Gold from a reality in the New 52 where uh, they didn't. Basically, it kind of takes up from, um, what was it, formerly known as a Justice League or one of those miniseries. Uh, it's in a reality where Blue Beetle didn't die, but it's kind of classic uh, style. Interesting choices. Um Let's see, uh, moving forwards, I can't believe that... I'm glad that they're doing Star-Spangled War Stories featuring G.I. Zombie, I just don't personally have a lot of stake in it or interest in it. Uh, All this month, there's Darwin Cook alternate covers. Uh, Those are pretty awesome because Darwin Cook is amazing. Uh, Wonder Woman continues uh, the run by uh, Meredith Finch and David Finch. Uh, Superman continues to be written by Jeff Johns with artwork by John Romita as as the second-last chapter of Men of Tomorrow. Um... Other notable things we have going on at Marvel, sorry, DC. Uh, I love the Supergirl cover. I think it's really fun. Her writing, what, Comet, and then there's Streaky and uh, Crypto. That's <laughs> super fun. Um, then we've got uh, Batman Eternal continues and artwork by, interesting. we got Fernando Blanco doing two issues. Uh, you got uh, Andrea Moody doing two issues, and then Ramon Perez doing an issue. Uh, Batman 37 is another chapter of Endgame. Uh, by Capullo and Snyder. Uh, we also have Batman Volume, sorry, Batman Annual Number no. Three, which ties into Endgame and Spy James the IV with Roge, Antonio and Art. Uh, Batgirl continues the kind of new look Batgirl by Brendan Fletcher and Cameron Stewart with artwork by Bab Uh, Grayson's has an annual by uh, Tim Seeley and Tom King with artwork by Stephen Mooney, which is the secret origin of Helena Bertinelli. Um. We've got uh, Batman and Robin continues. The Robin Rises storyline is the second last issue. As we also have in the storyline, we also have Robin Rises Alpha number one. So we'll see what that is going to end up looking like. Um, All the new kind of Gotham centric series reach issue three with Arkham Manor, Gotham Academy and Gotham by Midnight. So many different types of Gotham books. Um, Interesting to see Manipul and Bucillado returning in Detective Comics 37. Uh, Harley Quinn meet, meets, meets issue 13 and it's team up against with Power Girl. I uh, also have the Harley Quinn holiday special. Uh, Catwoman has an annual as well as a regular issue, etc, etc. Uh, Green Lantern can ha- enters into the, uh, Act 3 of Godhead. Um, it looks like Hal Jordan's enlisting the assistance of Black Hand, so that could be interesting. Uh, Jon Stewart, um, leading Lanterns of many different colors on an Assault in New Genesis. I actually think Godhead might be cool, uh, although I just think that there's so many different books it's taking over that that makes me a little less excited, especially because you have, like, six issues each month, or five issues in most cases, uh, but in this particular month there's six because you have uh, a Green Lantern Annual as part six of Act three of Godhead, which looks like it's the massive finale. Um, then we have Superman Earth 1 Volume 3 Hardcover by J. Michael Straczynski and Artie and um, and then we get into kind of the licensed material uh, some of the shade paperbacks that are of interest in the coming month we have uh, birds of prey volume five soul crisis uh, which is i guess the last uh, few issues that are done by um, actually I, i'm it's it's by oh it's birds of prey sorry for some reason in my head i was thinking it was he was was Batgirl, and I was like, I don't recognize this uh, writer. Uh, we have the first volume of The Aquaman and the Others trade paperback, which I actually really enjoyed, so I'm definitely going to be picking that up to put that on my uh, shelf. Uh, you have a Deathblow trade paperback by Brandon Choi and Jim Lee coming out. Uh, which has the 12 issues of that series, which is actually pretty interesting that that's even being done. Uh, Speaking of Darwin Cook, as we mentioned earlier, he has the uh, New Frontier Deluxe Edition hardcover, which also includes the uh, Justice League the New Frontier special number one. Beautiful book, um, like, sorry, like, in terms of the story, uh, it looks like it's going to be a nice big deluxe edition, definitely worth putting on your shelf Two trade paperbacks of The Flash hit this month, uh, as it looks like, they're no longer going to be doing hardcovers. They did hardcovers for the first four volumes, but it looks like as of Volume 5, it's just going straight to trade. Uh, That's the Bucciolato and Christos Gage um, run before you had the current writers writing that book. Uh, Superman Volume Five, Under Fire, Lobdell and Rockaforte, as well as Lashley, Bennis, Booth, and Rotmund. Uh Sinestro Volume Two, The Demon Within, that's coming out. Uh, that has been a phenomenal book. I've really been digging it. I'm um, definitely gonna be putting that on my shelf. You have the Uprising, but in Green Lantern Corps is being um, packaged together with. So you got the Green Lantern Corps and Green Lantern chapters, as well as Green Lantern Corps Annual Number Two. Um, also interesting is the Superman, Supergirl volume 5 trade paperback, Red Daughter of Krypton, which was a, a fairly enjoyable story. Um, and then we also have Trinity of Sin having the third uh, trade paperback for Phantom Stranger. The fourth Black Batman black and white volume uh, trade paperback. Uh, Superman the Power Within which uh, was a weekly kind of story that was going through action comics way back in the day by Roger Stern with artwork by Kurt Swan John Beatty and Murphy Anderson so that should be interesting uh, for those who want to see the um, some classic Blue Beetle stories you have uh, the Showcase Presents Blue Beetle which has 24 issues of his series which is actually kind of a nice thing you can put on your shelf next to the Booster Gold Showcase Presents um, the 90s JLA series, reaches the, sec- the sixth uh, deluxe trade paperback with 16 issues by Joe Kelly, with our work by um, Assorted Talents, including Doug Monkey, uh, Tom Nguyen, uh, Yvel Guichet, and Louis LaRosa, and many others. Um, so that is December for DC. Uh, also, Fables gets closer and closer to issue 150 as it hits 147. So I'm going to flip over to Marvel. Uh, again, a little bit faster-paced episode this time around. The first thing we look at or we see on the uh, Marvel solicitation uh, is uh, Avengers and X-Men Axis number seven and eight and nine. Uh, I don't know why they have kind of separate, separate solicitations for some of them. I guess it's because seven and eight are 3.99 each, and then number nine is uh, 4.99. Um, they're both ri- they're all three of them written by Recommender, uh artwork by Adam Kubert on number seven, Lionel Francis Yu on number eight, and then Jim Chung on issue nine. So talk about a murderer's row of artists. Um definitely will be interesting to see how that goes. I'm not nearly as interested in the uh Axis Revolution, uh, which is the kind of companion miniseries. Um issue three is written by Ray Fox and Frank Barbier. Issue four is written by John Barber and Howard Shaken. Um, Interesting um, collection of artists. Sorry, writers, I mean. Uh, then you have a ton of AVX tie-ins. I'll just mention the ones that I think are the most interesting, including uh, Loki, Agent of Asgard. Um, Axis Hobgoblin Number 3, which is uh, Goblin Knight versus uh, Hobgoblin. Um, Kevin Shinnick and Javier Rodriguez. I'm definitely on board with this. Uh, interested in the new Carnage miniseries as well with uh, the Sin Eater. I wonder who the Sin Eater is now. Um, It looks like Sam Alexander also gets to be part of the Axis, as well as uh, Avengers World, which is Doctor Doom's Avengers team. Uh, All-New X-Factor is two issues by Peter David and Carmine DJ Domenico, which are also Axis tie-ins. Amazing X-Men now gets involved in Axis as well. Inhumans is involved in Axis, like everything. Um, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers ties in as well. you got Superior Iron Man, which is obviously... Heavily uh, part of um, Axis, and it looks like a lot is happening with Matt Murdock and um, and Iron Man going up against each other. We have Angela Asgard's assassin debuting. Uh, it's an interesting month for it to debut, considering it has nothing to do with Axis and everything else does. Uh, we have a new launch of uh, Shield, which is by Mark Waid and Carlos Pacheco. I'm actually interested in this because it's going to have the team from the TV series finally making their kind of debut in the movie. Sorry, uh, in the comic book universe. Uh, so this could be really interesting, and Mark Wade is a great writer, and Pacheco is hit and miss, but this could work. Uh, we also have the Captain America, Peggy Carter, Agent of Shield kind of mini trade. Um, it's seven ninety nine for one hundred and four pages, and you got a, a bunch of uh, the original appearances of uh, the first, um, you know, first Agent Thirteen, From Amazing Spider Man. We have an annual, uh, which. Is you know two super special Spider-Man stories. It feels very inco- inconsequential because instead of you know having anything to do with Spider-Verse, instead we're kind of doing a completely separate story, which unfortunately makes it a little less interesting to me as a consumer. Uh, we have Spider-Man and the X-Men debuting by a creative team I just don't know. I'll probably wait, try the first issue or two and then see where how I feel from there. Uh, you have Amazing Spider-Man 11 and 12, which is the parts three and four of Spider-Verse. Um, which which is by Dan Slott and Olivier Coypel. Um, yes, please. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine number seven. It's also a Spider Verse tie in. Uh, then we have Spider Woman number two, which is a Spider Verse tie in. Spider Verse team up number two. Uh, was written by uh, Christopher Cage and Jerry Conway. So that I'm excited for, just to see Jerry Conway writing a Spider Man book again. You have the Scarlet Spiders miniseries. Uh, what I like is that I think all this is going to be included in the Fairly large uh, Spider-Verse hardcover coming out next year. Um, and So if you want to kind of just buy the main storyline and then just kind of wait for the giant hardcover, that might not be such a bad idea. Uh, you got the Death of uh, Death of Wolverine, the Weapon X program, number 3 and 4 of 5 by uh, Charles Sewell and Salvador La Roca. Um, we'll see where, where this goes. Uh, you got Marvel's The Avengers, which is a, a retelling of and uh, adaptation of the successful movie from two years ago. Uh, You have Avengers 39 and New Avengers 28, which have just say in five months time runs out. Uh, These stories just started, these kind of time run out stories just started this past week, and I really dug the beginning of it. We have a new handbook for Avengers now. Uh, We got Secret Avengers 11 hitting, uh, Bucky Barnes the Winter Soldier, because I guess they need the complete name for the guy now. Uh, instead of making it Winter Soldier Volume 2, we have all new Captain America number 2, which looks like there's going to be a new Nomad as well, which is going to be Captain America's son Ian. Uh, it's by Remender and Stuart Immonen, so that's one hell of a creative team. Uh, Guardians 3000 continues. I'm really psyched for this. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 22, not as excited. I do like Valerio Sheedy on art, and Part 3 of the Planet of the Symbiote storyline, however, is not as interesting to me. Uh, a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy books now. We have, what, Legendary Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon in uh, addition to the regular GOTG book. We have the new Deathlock book. Um, the new Thor book by Jason Aaron and Russell Datterman, uh, who I feel like was not the original solicited artist. I thought it was supposed to be someone else. I actually thought they were supposed to be Eminem, but maybe I'm just remembering that wrong. Um, Electro-9 continues. I hope this book continues. It's just so much fun. I feel the same about uh, Hulk as... Uh, it just, I've really been digging uh, Jerry Dugan's take on it with Mark Bailey on art. Um, moving forward, it looks like uh, we're going to have Tanelath, the Pursuer, is coming back in Old New Invaders 13. Uh, Moon Knight, number 10, has Brian Wood joined by Greg Smallwood. Um, we have an all-new Miracle Man annual, etc., etc. Uh, other particular uh, comics of note I'm just going to stream through. Thanos vs. Hulk number one. Apparently this was originally supposed to be an issue of Savage Hulk, but they've decided to make it its own miniseries, uh, written and drawn by Jim Starlin himself. Um, in She-Hulk number 11, we finally find out what the blue file is, and uh, that that is definitely exciting. It's by Sewell and Pulido. Such an amazing creative team. Uh, we have uh, Nathan Edmondson continuing his runs on Black Widow and Punisher. Um, Miles Morales, the Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, looks like it has something to do with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra. It's cool, cool-looking cover. Uh, All-New X-Men continues the crossover with the uh, Ultimate X-Men, or at least the Ultimate Universe. Uh, Uncanny X-Men 29, it looks like uh, some sort of turning point by Bendis and Bacalo. Uh, Uncanny X-Men Annual, number one, by Bendis and Sorrentino. Uh, at least it's by uh, by Bendis, because otherwise I would probably not be interested in this annual. We also have All New X-Men Annual, which is a con- complete uh, direct continuation from uh, the Uncanny X-Men Annual. Um, I'm just streaming through. Nightcrawler Continues. I'm really digging this book, so uh, I know a lot of people are probably like, ah, I don't want to read something by Claremont, but it's actually really, really enjoyable. Um, and then we have a new relaunch of Powers uh, just in time for the, uh, I guess what, isn't it November or December launching uh, of the um, new TV series uh, that's straight to Netflix. We also have the uh, a bunch of Power Street paperbacks coming into print. Uh, you also, looking at On the Buy, you have, a, a co- I think just two On the Buses this month. You have The Avengers by Kurt Busiek and George Prize On Volume 1. Um, I feel like this should just be called The Avengers by Kurt Busiek. Uh, on the list because the second volume is going to have very little of actual Perez and most of it is just going to be by Kurt running rounding out his run for those who didn't buy the Avengers Assemble 5 trade paperbacks a few years ago or a couple years ago I don't remember I have them all um, this is a good place to start. It's uh, you know $125, so if you're looking at getting the full run, it's 250 but you're getting a lot of material and a nice, handsome hardcover. Uh, Avengers finally reaches its second omnibus, as it reaches from issues 31 to 58 of the original 60s uh, series. Um, Hardcover-wise, we have Death of Wolverine hardcover. A little pricey, $25 uh, for a hardcover four issues. I think the regular issues are what, $5 each or maybe 4 can't remember. I feel like it's five because I thought it was twenty dollars for the entire series. So it just bugs me when it used to be hardcovers and trades were a better option for those kind of waiting on trade because you you save a little money for, and by waiting to get these comics. Whereas now it feels like you're paying more than if you just bought the things in a newsstand, and that just really grinds my gears. Um, we have a bunch of premiere hardcovers. We have Uncanny Avengers Volume Five, Axis Prelude. The Avengers: Time Runs Out, uh, Volume One, uh, hardcover, as well as uh, I think the month after is going to be The Time Runs Out, Volume Two, hardcover. Uh, All New X Men has uh, its sixth uh, hardcover, which is interesting that it's getting the Ultimate Adventure crossover, which is really just happening in this ending in this month. Uh, For those buying the oversized hardcovers of Superior Spider-Man, you have a volume 3 coming out. But what is irritating is that it doesn't include issues 32 and 33, which are part of Spider-Verse, which technically speaking makes this an incomplete story uh, or an incomplete hardcover because you don't get those issues. And they are not going to do an oversized hardcover just with those two issues of Superior. So if you're just kind of following the run that way, that's a little frustrating. Uh, Marvel continues their prose novels they've been doing with the Secret Wars prose novel. Uh, the Epic Collection, uh, something I've been loving. Uh, they have uh, the Stark Wars Iron Man the Epic Collection, which is volume 13 in that series. It's a little too bad that it's mostly stuff that's been highly reprinted, which is basically just Armor Wars, or as it was originally called, Stark Wars, but still a must have. Like, it's a good volume. Um, the X Men kind of step into the Epic Collection era with the first 23 issues of the 63 series uh, being collected uh, with Stanley and Roy Thomas. And then we have the uh, trade paperbacks for Black Widow, Volume 2, Magneto, Volume 2, Legendary Star Wars, Star Lord, Volume 1, uh, X-Force, Volume 2, Punisher, Volume 2, Amazing Spider-Man, Volume 2, Edge of Spider-Verse, and um, then a, a few others including Amazing X-Men, Volume 2, World War Wendigo, uh, the original tie in for Nova, uh, you have the Iron Man trade paperback for Iron Metropolitan, uh, the Hawkeye Volume 4, Trade Paperback, Rio Bravo comes out, which has got to be the weirdest collection of issues, because it's issues 12 to 13, 15, 17, 19, and 21, 22. Definitely an interesting uh, series. Uh, in terms of weird reprints that I'm glad that they're doing, just to have more older material, is uh, Deathlock, The Souls of Cyberfolk, Trade Paperback, which is the 15 issues of the 91 debuting Deathlock series. It's 400 pages for $40. Then we have the Avengers Revelations trade paperback, which kind of feels like just a a weird way of collecting a bunch of annuals that had nothing to do with anything else. It's Thanos Annual Number One, Uncanny Avengers Annual Number One, New Avengers Annual Number One, and Avengers Annual Number One, all from this year. Uh, The fifth trade paperback of the Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate Collection comes out, which is uh, covers up to Ultimate Spider-Man Fifty Nine as well as having the Ultimate 6 uh, miniseries. And then finally, the X-Men Road to Onslaught Volume 3 as we uh, finish up the Road to Onslaught issues uh, where we get um, an interesting assortment of um, a motley crew of issues uh, as we got Uncanny X-Men 329-332, to 332, Archangel number 1, X-Men Brood 1-2, to two, X-Men Unlimited number 10, X-Men 50-52, Wolverine 101, and the Xavier Institute Alumni Yearbook. Uh, but I'm definitely buying that. Um... And that is our episode. So uh, thank you for listening to episode 202. This has our, been our solicitations episode for uh, December uh, 2014. Please, uh, if you want to email us, email us at shenanigans at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and post in our HC Realms thread as well. Uh, a little addendum um, in the episodes leading up to... Issue or sorry, episode 200. I was mentioning that we we're trying to get uh, my wife to watch uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, we did uh, unfortunately not reach our five um, emails we were hoping for, but I do want to thank uh, Tom Kerr, Leonor Alana. Uh, A.J. Reese and uh, Matt Miller for sending emails uh, saying that Kelly should definitely watch it. She actually just finished watching it yesterday on the I guess the twenty first of September, so she might be on the podcast sometime in the near future just to kind of give some quick uh, thoughts. And I think she did enjoy it, so I'm glad that she finally uh, was able to give it a shot especially now with uh, the new sh- uh, new season of S.H.I.E.L.D. starting up in just uh, one more day. So uh, I'm glad that she was finally able to get the full story of what was really going on while Hy- uh, Hydra was infesting S.H.I.E.L.D. in the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, TV series. So thank you for listening to episode 202. We'll catch you next time with issue 20- sorry episode 203. I'm Adam Chapman, your host, uh, signing off. Thanks a lot, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.